0: The recent snowstorm and sub-zero temps were the first real test for your electrical grid for the next four months or so of winter conditions. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Now that you've got the tank heaters, shop heaters, and other additional loads added to your power grid, be aware of how things are working. You may need an upgrade to keep your operation running or to prevent a fire. This is all advice from Jeff Malcook with A1 Electric in Monroe. He says now is the time to bring an electrician out for a free consultation.
1: Wintertime is actually when it kind of kicks in because they seem to notice they've got problems. Anytime you've got concerns about your electrical system or you're going to be adding a load to your system, you should by all means have it looked at. One new light isn't going to make a noticeable difference. But you start adding block heaters for your tractors or ventilation additions, that can cause a, some sizable issues on your on your system.
0: During the winter months is often when barn fires happen, and oftentimes it is because of an electrical issue. It, it, is that what you've noticed in your experience?
1: In the winter, you start using portable heaters, electric heating devices that probably haven't been looked at in years. Rodents, mice, raccoons can cause havoc to both electric and gas heating systems, both in barns and machine sheds and shops. One thing to look for is a spare wire you can tell a lot just by looking at your system. If you see wire chewed up or it looks really old and decrepit, it may look okay, let's call it, but it can easily overheat or cause a spark. And the same goes for the electrical systems in the building. I mean, it bears being looked at, absolutely. But 99% of the contractors will give you a free estimate. If you call and say, you know what, we're we're looking at doing this or we really want this looked at, I know our company will come out and, and give you a free estimate, a, a quick once over and tell you what what's good, what's not good, what maybe should be addressed. And we're trying to help customers get away from hooking it up themselves because 99% of the time it works, but it isn't properly protected or done to code.
0: As farm broadcasters, we get to talk to every every farmer in Wisconsin, whether they they've got a brand new operation or they've been on their family farm for 150 years and buildings haven't changed too much since the farm started. Does the age of the building matter when it comes to the power grid? Who needs to really be paying attention to how much power their, their farm can handle?
1: The age of the building isn't that important. The age and conditioning of the wiring is where the where the main concern lies. Uh, if you've got old cloth wiring, that's a giveaway. The age of the system will impact the performance and safety. If your wiring is cloth covered and not call it plastic covered, chances are there's no grounding conductor. The same applies to the older plastic previous 1975, 76. A lot of that wiring didn't have any grounding conductors also which means if your heater shorts out or your piece of equipment shorts out you don't have a fault path back to trip the breaker or blow the fuse and that can cause overheating we're right back to your your fire issue that we addressed previously
0: if your farm is doing an expansion maybe you're you're adding automation maybe you're adding uh, onto the barn i mean that could also stress out the power grid. Can you walk me through kind of the, the planning process for that? When should you get your electrician involved?
1: Normally what we what we love to see, but rarely happens, is the day they decide they're going to, let's say, add on to their barn. They call their general contractor, their carpenter, and they call us. And we both go, and maybe not at the same time, maybe the carpenter draws up a set of plans, and then they call us and go, okay, here's what we're talking about doing. What do you recommend?" And then we can go either your system is great or, you know what, this isn't going to work. We need to address some issues on the available electrical system end of it. Because nine times out of ten, adding onto to the building or adding the, whether it's a new grain bin, a new freestall barn, a new farrowing, farrowing building, that's the easy part. The hard part is getting the mechanicals to it. The plumbing, the electrical, that's where the problems lie. The earlier they bring us in, the less expensive it's going to be.
0: I want to talk about more signs that your power grid needs updated. You kind of talked about the appearance, but are there other signs that you need an update? What comes to mind for me is like flickering lights, but I'm sure there's more.
1: You're spot on with the big one. Flickering lights, dimming lights. That is the easiest way to tell there might be an issue. Now, the issue can easily be something as simple as Bad connection out at the utility, a bad connection right at your point of service, a bad connection anywhere will cause your flickering lights. If your lights dim, in the old days when you flipped on your uh, your vacuum pump in the barn, you could dim the lights in the barn. For the most part, that's okay, that's a large motor inrush load. But if you're not running vacuum pumps anymore and your lights are still dimming, let's say if you turn the, the dryer in the barn on or if you've got a, a clothes dryer in the barn or you start your milk wash system at night and that dims your lights, or that right there is sign number one that, hey, we might have an issue. Also, if your outlets don't have three prongs, if they don't have that, that ground prong on the bottom of them, which is the, the semi round one, that's another easy homeowner or owner sign that, okay, maybe I should have something looked at both from a safety endpoint or safety standard and just a preventative maintenance standard.
0: You know, we've been talking a lot about the outbuildings and the farm buildings, but if we look at the old farmhouse, I mean, that may need some attention too. Are the problems the same as with the barn or are there other things you could be looking for in the house that may be a sign you need to upgrade?
1: houses, knob and tube wire, the old the old two separate wires running across your attic on what looked like electric fence insulators. If you've got that or that is visible in your basement, it might be time for an upgrade. A lot of insurance companies are really pushing that right now. They've also spent in the past roughly 10 years really pushing. If you have fuses, they want you to put in circuit breaker boxes at home and throughout your facility. Other things you can look for in houses are outlets falling out of the wall. We see a lot of that in the older houses because of the old horsehair plaster and how the boxes were installed. If you're still have push button light switches, a lot of older farmhouses pre 1970 had the old push button light switches. That instantly tells us as electricians that you are 99% sure you have knob and tube wiring throughout the house. Now, do you have to address everything all at once? Absolutely not. But there are at least places to start to look. Also, if the if the wiring on the outside of the house that, if your house is fed overhead, if that's starting to look, you can see bare wires or it's starting to fall off the side of the house. It's easier to fix that in the spring than it is a day like today when it's to 11 below and the winds howling. A lot, Like I say, a lot of this is just preventative maintenance also.
0: While you may not begin the project this time of year, you know, you can certainly schedule that that consultation and then the project to begin in the spring.
1: Absolutely. It's a lot less expensive to fix it. I mean, if it's, if it's got to be fixed right now, it's got to be fixed right now. We all understand that, but it will save you money if it's done in the spring, summer, fall versus the winter. But at least we can get out there and get things identified and go, okay, this one isn't an emergency. We can do this one in the spring, or this one needs to be done very first part of the spring, or this one needs to be done right now. It's all just depends on what the problem is and what the situation is.
0: Do you still have to deal with any kind of supply chain issues, Jeff, that may, you know, push a project date back or have you found that things have cleared up when it comes to getting supplies or equipment or anything like that?
1: The supply chain issue is our biggest headache right now labor is a close second but if your project is a house rewire or uh wiring a shed wiring a shop things like that it's not an issue at all supply chain we've overcome some hurdles and some things have gotten better but if you're looking at a large expansion or a conversion to three phase things like that our supply chain issues are they're not as bad as they were but we are waiting right now we're waiting months for electrical panels if if they're on a larger scale four to six months minimum.
0: When a farm wants to um, upgrade their power grid or, you know, expand it, are renewables ever a part of that conversation?
1: Yes and no. We're running in, not running, we're encountering more solar, a lot more solar. The technology is finally catching up with the idea that's the main one we're we're encountering is the solar end of it.
0: So what are the biggest questions that you get, Jeff, this time of year from your you know agriculture customers, whether it's an operating farm or, or the old farmhouse?
1: Our grain farmers are starting to pre-plan for next year for any expansions and or replacement of equipment, more so this year than in previous years, just because of the supply chain issues. Dairy customers are starting to look at expansions based off more lumber prices than electrical prices, but we are starting to have uh, farm expansions trickle in. Uh, Right now, the big thing is robot milkers. Robot milkers are extremely popular. We're getting calls on those on a fairly regular basis now. Used to be we'd get calls to put in new vacuum pumps or aid in the pipeline installation. Now it's, we're switching to a parlor or we're switching to robots. Those are the calls that are coming in right now.
0: Jeff, anything else that that you wanted to touch on that I'm not asking you?
1: Like I say, don't be afraid to call your, your electrician. Don't feel that you're wasting his time. No matter who it is, they'll gladly come out. They'll they'll gladly look stuff over. They'll gladly put it in terms you'll understand. Nine times out of ten, it won't cost you a dime to have an electrician come out. Don't be afraid to get a quote to find out roughly what it's going to cost. I mean, you need to know what these larger projects are going to be before you start them, so it, it avoids any surprises down the road at the tail end of the projects. And third would be don't be afraid to have your electrician meet with all the rest of your contractors. I think that this time of year everybody should just really be be aware of your cattle waters, be aware of your cattle. You're not looking for the normal telltale signs this time of year. You're looking for are they drinking? Are they do they look healthy? Are their ears warm? Just silly stuff like that that can be influenced by your electrical system this time of year when things are very very cold and haven't been used in a year. This is the first real workout the systems are going to have for this for this year
0: Again that's Jeff Mall Cook along with us with A1 Electric in Monroe for the Midwest Farm report I'm Stephanie Hoff.